The soul, a word that can cause the hair at the back of our heads to stand up. A word that we dread to hear as children in our bedtime stories as we fear seeing one right after the story's finished. Hello and welcome to Truth Incorporated Podcast. I'm your host, Trumal Akra, and on this podcast, our goal is to spread uncensored biblical truth. And the last time we met, we looked at baptism, a very interesting topic, and we explored the biblical views on baptism, and we also looked at some of the views portrayed by different churches, and we were able to see which one is the correct view. So if you have not done so, uh, do check out the last episode. Um, on baptism and the other episodes that you might have missed. Um, what are we talking about today? I, did I did I tell you in the last episode? I can't remember. I I, I might have I, I might have I must have. So we're looking at the soul today, um, of course, because we heard the introduction. A very interesting concept. Um, I think one that is uh, very misunderstood, um, especially in the churches today. Um, one that is misunderstood generally um, as it's portrayed in, in, in movies, as it's portrayed in books and horror, horror plays and all these different things. It, it, it's given a, a sense of a reality that it really is not. And tonight's, tonight's episode, well, it's actually night here, but it might be day when you're listening. I'm not sure what it might be where you are, but it's night where I'm at right now. Actually, I'm um, heading to morning, but it's very dark. So tonight's episode will be quite short, a uh, short episode, short but sweet. You know, the short ones are usually the sweetest ones. So let's get into it. You know, I'm talking way too much. Let's let's, let's get into to what the soul uh, truly is. Let's first get the idea that the world thinks or that generally is there. Whenever we hear the word soul, let's say we go up to survey uh, some random people. When they hear the word soul, they'll think of ooh, some kind of fabric, some kind of part of us that when we die comes out and roams and wanders and lives on. Sometimes it's paralleled or linked to a ghost. Um, we're not looking at ghosts tonight. Uh, we're looking at it. So, so it's, it's a concept and especially in horror films that when you die it comes out of you and it goes somewhere and it dwells somewhere and it lives somewhere. Um, so the soul is seen as a, a fabric, a part of us, a, a non-physical part of us that leaves us death. What does the word of God say about all of this? What does the word of God have to tell us about this? Now let's go to where we see the term soul is first mentioned. And I'm guessing you could guess that that's in the book of Genesis. So let's turn our Bibles now to Genesis chapter 2. And we'll read verse 7. Now, just to give those who might not know what's happening in this uh, scripture, just to give you a, a bit of a background. So this is God, the Almighty Father, and He's creating everything, and He's created everything except man. And so He's now about to create man, and He's taking the dust of the, the earth, and He's forming it into a beautiful mold, as He's a masterful artist. And He's about to create man. Let's see what He does. So it says in Genesis 2, 7, Then the Lord God formed the man of, of dust from the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And the man became, this translation says, a living person, which I like. But the King James in some other translations will say the man became a living soul. S-O-U-L. So the, the God breathed 
into the dust that he had formed into the beautiful shape of a man and it became a living soul now that's interesting uh that, that's interesting it puts a little things in perspective but what's the word used for soul there um we if we don't know the scripture is written in Hebrew for the Old Covenant or the Old Testament and in Greek for the New Testament. So that would mean that this uh, English Bibles that we have, of course, would have had to have been translated um, because the, the books were never written in English. And it's one of my favorite words, actually, one of my favorite Hebrew words. It's the word nephesh. So when we look at a concordance, Strong's concordance and some other concordance, um, we, or we look at the Hebrew text of, of Genesis 2, we'll be able to see that the word used is the word nephesh. And it's an interesting word. Um, what, what does it mean, nephesh? Um, so most times you'll see it will be translated as soul, which I think is a little, a little sad because kind of it kind of gives a false impression but not anyways we'll we'll come to that later so it's the word so it's it's usually translated the word soul but it can also be translated as self life creature person even appetite and it it, it can be translated as mind desire emotions passions so it has a, a lot of 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 different meanings but what exactly does the word nephesh mean does it mean an inanimate part of us that that lives on well we'll have to kind of hunt the word now in other parts of the scripture and to see whether this is so and i think a beautiful part to find it is in in, in psalm i think david loved to use it and there's actually a song one of my favorites oh bless the lord of oh my soul taken from psalm 103 let's let's go there taken from psalm 103 so just to note as we i'm looking at my concordances here it it says nothing about a fabric of of a, of anything living outside it it says it means creature person appetite mind it has nothing to do with with anything living outside of of one's thing but it seems to just be referring to creatures and i think beautifully the nasb is, as i read said that it was a living being and we'll come to that come to that in a few minutes so let's look at david what does he say in psalm 103 reading from verse 1 david says Bless the Lord, my O oh my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, my soul, and do not forget any of his benefits. So David is asking God to bless. David is saying that he wants to bless God with his soul. And David goes on to say, and all that is within me, all that is within me, my every being. So in other words, he's, he's comparing and contrasting that. So the soul really and truly is not anything that is that that comes out of us or 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 comes out when we die but it is literally as the 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 concordance says as as when you look up the hebrew it says it's literally the creature itself and the creature is actually one of the translations that it's translated as the person's entire body mind it's our bones it's our it's our, our brain it's our mind it's our flesh it's everything that is within us so david is saying that he wants to bless god with his nephesh he wants to bless God with his nephesh. And when the Hebrew authors would have seen that, and any Hebrew scholar, I'm not a Hebrew scholar, well, not, not, not as yet at least, any any Hebrew person that speaks Hebrew to read Sadr is able to pick up what David's saying. He's not saying to bless God with a part of him that will come out when he dies, but he's saying to bless God with everything. And then he goes on into verse 2 to says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. So it's, it speaks of, of everything that is within him. 
So in the scriptures, the word soul is never used, never, not, not even once. It's never used in any connotation that speaks of, of any any spirit coming, any, any sorry, any, any fabric coming out and living beyond the grave and going and tormenting people. You can never find it in the scriptures because that is just not what the word soul means. Um, and in the, in the Torah, uh, there's a prayer. Uh, it's called the, I think the Shema. Yeah, the Shema. The Shema. The Shema. It's a prayer uh, that, that, that the Israelites would, uh, that they would recite, taken from Deuteronomy um, 6. Uh, let me just bring that up so that I can read it for you. Deuteronomy 6, 4 to 9. A very important prayer that they, that they still recite even to today. The Shema, Deuteronomy 6. Hear Israel. I read it from verse 4. Yahweh is our God and Yahweh is one. And you shall love Yahweh your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. You shall love God with all of your heart, all of your soul, all of your strength. You shall love God with all of your nephesh. And the nephesh connotates that you shall love God with everything within you. So we keep seeing a recurrence of this word and it keeps playing, that keeps popping up when it's to make an emphasis of pouring out everything or, or giving God or all. That's because the nephesh is everything that we are. It's the creature itself. Hence, if you look at the NASB in Genesis 2 verse 1, it says, the man became a living being. And it's the same word used. Nephesh is used for soul. is the same word used for being because the nephesh is the being. So the, the God didn't put a soul into the man, did he? The man became the soul, as uh, according to the King James, or, or he became the living being. So God didn't put a soul in us. We are the soul. Everything, every single part of us makes up God's soul. Now let's look at Psalm 45 as well. Um, I hope I'm not quoting too much scriptures for you guys. And I hope I'm not going too fast because I've tried to limit this episode to a specific uh, amount of minutes. I didn't want it to go on too long. But let's look at Psalm 45. Psalm 45. Uh, sorry, not Psalm 45. It's actually Psalm 42. Um, verse 1, it says, As the deer pants to the water brooks, so my soul pants for you, God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? So, yes, as Psalm 42 here says, As the deer pants to the water brooks, so my soul pants for you, God. Um so the word soul is continually being used, the word nephesh, to, to show a longing, a, 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 a pouring out for God. So it's clear now as the picture has been painted to us that the soul truly is not another fabric of us. Um, and I'm encouraging those that are listening here, uh, you could, concordances are easy to find. You can go and check it online and you'll be able to see the meanings of the word in the Hebrew word nephesh. Um, and um, coming back to Genesis 2 verse 7. I think this this one just continue nails it just puts it to bed that god breathed his breath into the nostril of, of the dust shaped as a man and it became a living soul so god never put a soul in us but we are the soul now the, the question is then where's this idea that that you know we are a soul and we have a soul and you know when we die our soul wanders and lurks where does this teaching come from because it really was not in the church from the beginning. Um, could not have been because it's not biblical. But over time it did come in. 
and it actually stems from the ancient Greek and Egyptians because the ancient Egyptians and Greeks believed that the soul existed or continued to live outside of the body um, afterwards and we know that that, that that is not scriptural and their beliefs are based on myths and, and, and things that are not biblical and Plato probably one of the most accredited authors of the soul he was a student of Socrates Plato um, yes Plato sorry the Greek philosopher and student of Socrates taught that the body and the immortal soul separates the debt. So we see that this was an idea that was wrong. So the Greeks and the Egyptians would have believed this. And eventually, um, around AD 200, um, uh, roughly 200 and something years after the death of the Lord Jesus, there was a, uh, a controversy um, of the immortality of the soul where there was a, de a debate as to whether or not it was true. Um, the Evangelical Dictionary of, the of Theology notes that Origen, or Origen, who was an early Christian and influential Catholic theologian, was influenced by Greek thinkers. Speculations about the soul in the sub-apostolic church was heavily influenced by the Greek philosophy. This is seen in Origen's acceptance of Plato's doctrine of the pre-existence of the soul as pure minds originally which by reason of its fall from God cooled down to the soul uh, psyche which is the Greek when it lost its participation in the divine fire by the earth or this is from taken that I just read there from the evangelical dictionary of theology um, page 1037 so we see clearly here that the soul is not a, a fabric or a or anything that, that 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 comes out of us but we are the soul ourselves or or nails or or blood cells every part of us is the soul and god wants us with every earnest ounce of our our, our being of our soul our nephesh he wants us to pour out it in praise to him so these ideas came into the church way after the death of the lord jesus christ as did so many other ideas that we're going to explore that we're going to look at and that we're going to be able to see the truth of God's word. So the next time you hear the word soul, think of the word nephesh. And when you think of the word nephesh, think of yourself. Think of your entire being. Think not of a fabric or something that comes out. Because that is not the biblical authors mean when they speak of the word soul. Uh, thank you once again for sticking with us. Um, try to keep it very short. Um, if you have any questions, you can email the podcast at truthincooperated001 at gmail.com. That is truthincooperated001 at gmail.com. Or you can DM us on Facebook at truthincooperated or on Instagram at t underscore incorp. That is t underscore incorp. Uh, you can message and DM us and we will feature your questions on the podcast and try to answer it. Uh, our next episode will deal with hell we're going to look at what what hell is um what what is the concept of hell as it relates to the scriptures and that's a very interesting one so you definitely don't want to miss it and as i said before if you've missed any episode you can catch up on the podcast and if you're using apple podcast spotify or any platform that you can subscribe do leave a subscription to the podcast and uh, the peace of the lord be with all of you until we meet again thank you take care <laughs>